Hey, editor here. First apology of 2024. We're locking it in, but this is the last apology of 2024. That's right. We've got episodes in the bank. I'm looking at them right now. I already know the next episode. You don't even know it yet. You have to wait to the end of this episode to hear what next episode's going to be. Isn't that exciting how that works? A little a little carrot dangled at the end of a sh- uh, of, of the stick. A stick, you know, sticking a, a pig. Minecraft. Anyway, um... Super excited to get going. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk this Friday. We're going to be back this Friday. New episodes. Get excited. I am. All right. Equalizer 3. New episode. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of So Did You Like It, a film podcast to get lost with the thousands and thousands of other film podcasts, but we're not going to be critics. We're not going to throw an arbitrary number at the end of this conversation. We're just going to ask, so did you like it? I am Sir Square, and joined as always with my co-host. I am a man with a very specific set of skills. Guys. And we obviously watched The Equalizer 3 this week, directed by Antoine Fuqua and written by Richard Wenk, starting, uh, starring Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, and David Denman. Wait, wait, did you say his name was Richard Wenk? W-E-N-K, Wenk. His name is Dick Wenk? <laughs> yes! Love it. Fuck it, you give the synopsis for Equalizer 3. Oh, fucking care anymore. The universe just gives you a gift. <laughs> you explain. And that gift is Dick Wang. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. Mom, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, Mom. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> You see that sissy punk, right? That made sense to you. <laughs> Here's the down low on this movie. It's another one of those boomer shooters in that it's about a boomer who is principled and has has everything figured out about life. He's got that life experience. Oh, He's old. Everyone else around him is what's done fucking it up, you know? And so he's trying to live a happy, quiet life with no problems. But... Because of some unforeseen circumstance, he's got to come out of retirement, quote unquote, and whatever the fuck he was do, you know, doing in his quiet life to do what he used to do before he became a man of peace. And he's got to go beat a lot of ass, save, uh, you know, save the, the kids. It's usually it's the kids or something. Uh, and, and and set things right because he is actually a secret badass. It's Boomer, like... Fulfillment fantasy, man. <laughs> Which movie am I describing? I don't, was it Taken? I don't was know. it Equalizer 1? I don't was know. it Equalizer 3? I don't know, and it hurts. It's another boomer shooter, man. <laughs> it hurts me so much. <laughs> I mean, you really got it right there. One, like that that is what this movie is. And I love I, I wanna I wanna start this conversation off by letting everybody know that. Kaz and I have seen, as we announced last week, this is a continuation of The Year of New, where Kaz and I are trying to watch all new movies this year that we both have never seen. And Kaz and I have both seen Equalizer, both have never seen Equalizer 2, but now, hell yeah, we've seen Equalizer 3. I'm going to guess... If we saw Equalizer 2, it would fit that exact description of what I just described <laughs> the movie was about. That's what's 
that's that's what's kind of sad. Like, cause yeah, this is that type of genre film where, like, also like the nobody with uh, Baba Odenkirk. The nobody. Shit. I mean, John Wick is another one. Yeah, John Wick. Taken, as I mentioned. Taken, as you mentioned. Um, I don't know. It's probably like a movie with Steven Seagal or or you know, fucking. Uh, Michael J. White, we could probably bring up or something. That's just like it. All of the A team. <laughs> the A team itself. <laughs> I feel bad for Tucker. I'm like ripping up paper, and it's probably being picked up on the mic. I'm like, I'm sorry, Tucker. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that's what that sound was. I thought you had shitty audio. <laughs> oh my bad. I'm trying to do something. I'm like multitasking, and it's just like, ah, I should, I should stop. <laughs> All right, so. I guess what separates this one from the other ones is this one stars Denzel Washington. And Denzel Washington... I thought you were... For, I'm so sorry. I thought for a second you were trying to tell me the difference between Equalizer 3 and the other two were that Denzel Washington is only in yeah. Equalizer 3. <laughs> he was featured in the first two. He became main cast for this one. Featured in Honestly... The- Featured in the main Honestly. movie as just like, hey, you remember that one guy in the background of the hardware store? Now we're following his story. <laughs> yeah, who knew that guy was main character material? This one <laughs> honestly feels like more of just kind of, uh, it's featuring him. Like, he's in it, and he is the main character. But man, this feels like, I think I described it as we were watching it as like an Adam Sandler movie. Where it's like, hey, we just want to give Denzel Washington a nice vacation in Sicily. So it's mostly him just going... Drinking tea, having good food, hanging out at the beach, lounging around, uh, and occasionally he's got to punch a guy. But it's just Denzel Washington's day off. That really is what it feels like. Um, it never, you never, you're never going to be taken for a loop by this movie. This movie's never going to surprise you with something crazy. It's not going to like blow your mind in certain situations it feels exactly as Kaz is putting it that like Denzel really just wanted to go to Italy but he wanted a tax write off for going to Italy (laughs) and god help him that's the dream and that's the dream I don't blame him (laughs) he got it look you are not hearing any complaints from me if this were to happen to me can we do the podcast in Sicily and write it off? <laughs> I mean, hey, if we write this off, if we start this as a business and operate it at a loss, maybe we'll see what happens. Oh, we would operate at such a uh, loss. Such a loss. Dude. Nothing is being gained from this podcast. <laughs> hey, man, my time with you is gainfully employed when we are talking yeah, together. Yeah. Guess what? It's priceless, which is worth nothing. <laughs> Man, you really understand Hallmark movies, don't you? <laughs> uh, the great thing about this movie is you don't even have to worry that our main hero is going to be in tr- in danger. The m- closest he comes is the beginning. Oh my god. Uh, it's 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 a beauty in that statement where like it begins with like this this guy and his grandson showing up at a building and it's all quiet and there's a one dude by himself there and he's like all antsy it's like he's inside and just like oh like i got to go see this man grandson stay in there and then straight up just shows like massacre scene you know like doesn't show the massacre but just shows the aftermath of the massacre it is really fucked up and gory it's pretty cool 
it's crazy. Like it, it's a little much. You're just like, okay, um, you know, maybe sometimes you could back off. You could take a break. You could, you, you could, uh, you know, breathe a little bit. But no, Robert didn't want to breathe. He just wanted to, uh, bing bam boom. You know. <laughs> so I don't remember the first one being that gory. Maybe it was. Or maybe I just don't remember. But this one was like, oh shit. Uh, spent some money on the effects. And our our hero kicks ass and then kills the the old guy because he's also a bad guy and we're like awesome awesome and he's just walking away with the with a bag and he points the pistol he's got at the grandson like hey stay in the car kid like damn i would have stayed in the car but you know because in that situation kids these days what man. did you rem- what did what was the first thing that popped in your head as he was walking <laughs> my thought was exactly yours you were just the first to to to, to say as he it. was thinking it i said out loud as robert was walking away and then the little bastard shot me in the ass and at that same <laughs> moment rifle crack fucking robert just starts shooting in the air like fucking snipers everywhere man i don't know what to do man like fucking gotta take him down man it turns around there's this little jackass with a rifle <laughs> And then, yeah, he fucking aims the gun at the kid because, of course, you little shit. And then the kid freaks the fuck out and starts running away. <laughs> maybe he's just like, hey, maybe I shouldn't should. have done this. Maybe I regret this decision. I Yeah, I would have had a jackass moment. Speaking of Gene Wilder movies, I would have also just been like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, my bad. My bad, my yeah, guy. That's a, I didn't mean it. That's an oopsie doodle. <laughs> that's a, that's an oopsie poopsie on my part. Can we rewind and do that over? <laughs> just go just go ahead, turn around, I'll get back in the truck. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, sir. I made a funky wonky. Could you just forgive me this one time? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, 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 yeah, as the kid runs away, he just gets to take a breather, lays on a fountain, was like, oh. I guess he shot him in, like, kind of, like, the hip, like, kind of, I guess, where, like, maybe the liver would be, kind of in that area. Yeah. Enough to where he's he's yeah, injured. Something like that. And he makes the, yeah, he, he's, he tries to kill himself, and it's, it's a question of, like, is he just, is he depressed, or he just thought to himself in this moment, I'm just so fucking tired that I don't want to pay for a doctor visit right now. Well, he didn't try to kill himself. He aimed the gun at his head, and I guess no. He pulled the trigger. Thought about it. He pulled the trigger and realized he was out of bullets. I don't know. Maybe it was the aim. I I kind of took it as like the you know feeling feel you know getting you know bad fifis for aiming a gun at a kid or something. So it was like uh, you know like what have I become? Kind of like who am I? The whole like bat. The whole like Batman, like oh, if you make one little slip, that then you become the terrible villain or some shit. Oh yeah, uh, um, either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the vi- villain, or something like that. Or I was thinking more like you know, all it takes is like one bad day kind of thing. Ooh, that's a good one too. That's a real good one. Yeah, that's yeah. Fucking gotta love Batman, man. We could always just go back to Batman. Let's <laughs> talk about Batman. Because fucking Denzel is pretty much like Batman. This man is a revenant of vengeance. <laughs> I'm a little 
little bit of spoilers for what's going on later, but there's literally a moment where he's just, I was... <laughs> just cleaning house, murdering everyone. There's a guy looking at the cameras, and suddenly, like, I don't know, a shadow goes by. Not not anyone, just like, I don't know, like maybe something just passes by. And suddenly, he's where he wasn't there before, he's suddenly standing there in a silhouette now. I don't know how he got there. I don't know how he was so quiet. The man is in the room with him, and he didn't hear him. I don't even think in this whole movie that Denzel sweats. I think perspiration is too afraid to touch this man. I don't. It like I'm not gonna lie. Since we brought up Batman, like as I was gonna start like talking about how Robert is like Batman, I was just like Chris is really like because I'm thinking about Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan now. For, but yeah, he is. What is what is Robert like? I, we know he works for the CIA, or he has ties to the CIA. Used to, used to. But like, he's not a team player type of person. You can tell by the way he works and operates. Like, he does not like working with people. He wants to take everything on himself. So, like, is he like a? Do you think he was like maybe like a a private contractor that? just stuck with the CIA for so long. Like he was known for taking the jobs. No one would take if they were like for the righteous cause, you know, man, I don't know. I don't know if there's a really a point in even trying to figure out what he was. Like I said, he's just a revenant of well, just the only reason I bring this up is because just like, look, if you're just trying to work hard to fix a past, you're ashamed of my guy. If you worked for the CIA, it's going to take a lot more than this. It's going to take a lot more. He's he's just he's just kind of like annoyingly like too confident and too good at everything. Like he there's never like aside from getting shot by the kid, there's never a point where you think he's in trouble. When we had that opening before the kid shot him, he was sitting in a room like sitting on a chair, gun to his head, and he's illustrating to the old man about how, like, oh, yeah, your friend's standing too close. I'm going to grab the gun. I'm going to shoot the other guy before I realize, and I'm going to kill you all. And then he just does it. And in multiple, like, two other instances or three other instances, he's got, he's outnumbered back against the wall. I don't think he ever gets hit. He just, he always knows exactly what they're going to do, and he always has exactly the answer for it. He's never. It never feels like he's in danger because he's too good. The CIA comes to, or you know, is like in contact with him because he kind of gives up the drug lord from the beginning. They aren't even helpful. They show up and they do nothing except. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Kind of seems wait. on par. We have to realize here. Let me. Let me I'm, okay, Kaz, I need you to put the tin hat on with me. The tin foil hat. Ready? Got your tin foil hat on. I just put a. Jiffy pop on my head. It's the closest. Perfect. Here we go. So Denzel Washington is in this movie with Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning and Denzel Washington were also in Man on Fire together. Do you know? uh, Have you seen Man on Fire? I've never seen Man on Fire. Man on Fire deals with how like Denzel Washington has to protect her character. She gets kidnapped and he does everything he can to save her, right? And he goes through some shit to save her. 
So my theory is, now that Dakota Fanning is an adult and the chickens come home to roost, she takes all the shit Robert was supposed to take during this movie because Dakota Fanning gets the shit kicked out of her for a little bit. Like, she takes those hits where, like, she gets car bombed and barely survives. She gets threatened uh, a few times. Like, we see, we see Robert show up and she's, like, just bruised and battered in the hospital talking like, hey, you solved it. You did it, kid. You fixed this problem. Thanks for the phone call. It saved my life. <laughs> just like, hey, you just answered a phone call and it changed your world forever. Good for you. She's sitting in her new office, always has that, like, like that pain in her shoulder she's gonna have for the rest of her life because like bones are just fucked after that. She was pretty close to that explosion. She might not have died, but there is some her, bitch for life. Her hearing sure as shit died that day. <laughs> <laughs> that persistent ringing is just never going away now. No, she is straight screwed. <laughs> and we even so she. I, I don't know what the CIA does in this movie. She fielded a phone call. Then she showed up. Denzel told her how incompetent she was at her job. And then she shows up again. I bought saying, a new ha -ha. tour guide book. Ha ha. Took your advice. Ha ha. We have Roy from The Office, who also is a part of CIA. Oh, in contact shit. That's right. The Office with, is in this movie. Yeah. With the. With, uh, I don't know her name. What was her name again? Dakota Fanning. That's it. That's it. I was afraid I was going to say the wrong uh, region. <laughs> I was like, Michigan I was Fanning? Gonna, I thought I was going to call her Carolina Fanning for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't know what Roy does. I don't know his name. He's just Roy from oh, the office. Yeah. His name is Frank Conroy because I knew his name was Frank. His I didn't know he had a last name. Roy. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> his name is still technically Roy. He's All a right. type of Roy. So my guess, my my feeling, not even my guess. Like this is the inference we're supposed to be making based off the clues they give us in this film, but it's not really that well executed. Where, like, okay, so Dakota Fanning works for the financial part of the CIA, and she works for the certain operation where, like, I think, like, this is something that is real, where, like, all they are doing is watching financial transactions. Like, they are constantly watching the world of finance, because any suspicious movement, uh, they lock on to it and start investigating it. Uh, and so that's what was, she, that's that's all she was. She was a desk, uh, she was a desk writer. Why did uh, she show up to talk to him personally? Don't they have agents for this? Because she was trying to be a field agent, and they didn't consider it big enough to send uh, a field agent, like, besides just, you know, Roy. Her so this was going to be, this was her first field assignment. Her one chance to prove herself, and she got blewed up? <laughs> hey, man, oh. it's the CIA. Yeah, after that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm sticking with a desk job. <laughs> no, 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 also, no, no, no. Also, every time she talked to Roy, America. He, every time she talked to Roy, he just sounded like he was like a grizzled badass. He's like, oh yeah, I've been around. He doesn't contribute anything. He does absolutely jack shit in this movie. Like he is on the opposite side of the investigation the entire time. Just like it's like, oh, you're gonna start for the low level, work your way up. I'm gonna start over here in a totally different city and never makes any like contribution to the story. 
here's what you should do. You should follow this idea for a lead. And then she already had advice from Denzel. So she's like, no, I, th- I think I might do this instead. And he's like, that's a good idea. You're a good cop. You're a good cop. <laughs> and then it's like, no, none of you are good at anything. <laughs> No, 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 They're doing really good. I'm trying to watch Denzel have a vacation. No, 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 You gotta trust me. You gotta trust me. They're doing really good right now. They're doing so good right now. They do about an adequate, as adequate of a job as I imagine the actual CIA does. Now my door's gonna get kicked down. Yes. This is the CIA. We have a suspicious financial transaction. It says here you have an overdraft fee for $2 for a Doritos bag. It says you said some meany, weeny things about us, and we were very hurt, so we're going to shoot your dog and arrest you. <laughs> but you got to know, we're shooting your dog first. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea that the CIA would roll up, tell you they're going to shoot your dog first, do it, then arrest you. The least they could do. It's the least. That's a really scary statement, guys. It's a very then, terrifying just, statement. And then I'm just gonna the rest of the podcast. I'm gonna introduce myself as Kaz, war criminal, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Kaz. And then you're gonna go through that. <laughs> you're gonna go through that bossing terrorist. You're gonna go through that bossing safe phase in your life. It's like I am Kaz. There is no problems with the CIA. There is no war in bossing safe. <laughs> And then we'll watch something stupid like The Winter Soldier and I'll just get activated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, if we find your activation words, that's gonna be fucking amazing. (laughs) I'm gonna like, I'm gonna shit myself. Just be like, guys, you're never gonna believe what happened before this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Just go up to Kaz. Don't don't ask why. Don't ask why. Just go up to Kaz and say teddy bear. (laughs) He will lose his fucking shit. <laughs> you have to go up to him. You go, teddy bear, orange marmalade, blue coat, Paddington no! too. <laughs> Don't turn Paddington CIA. <laughs> Your special little boy is now used against you. And what you guys didn't know this entire time is Kaz is Robert McCall. He turns into Denzel Washington when he is activated. <laughs> There's some logistic problems with that. <laughs> but one, I totally thought you were going to say this whole time Cos was back. <laughs> no, no, no. I got to tie us back to the movie. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah. I am, yes, I am Denzel. <laughs> I am Denzel. <laughs> I am aborting this joke right now. Oh, man. Tucker's going to have a field day with this audio. <laughs> like, I'm coughing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait for the message that's, hey, can I use I don't know. I'm so sorry, Tucker. I'm so sorry. I've been dealing with allergies. Uh, like, oh, man. did such a good job describing this movie in 20 minutes. I don't know what else happens. Oh, we haven't even described oh, yeah. the movie. What are you talking about? Like, I'm about to ask a pretty we important did, question. <laughs> we did, but we didn't. Because you also have to understand how ridiculous this situation for... Uh, the story is because like so we explain how the movie starts off he does like he almost dies from that gunshot wound he crashes his car the uh, police find him and this is where like his life like there's a 
this is all about a choice in this moment. Because the cop that finds him can make a choice. Either, you know, report this or and take the official route or help a man. And it kind of seems like this cop goes with the, like, I just want to help this man. Like, even though this man has a gunshot wound, <laughs> has obvious signs of, like, uh, violence, has an unmarked bag of money, uh, he's just like, you know what? This is a good man. I'm going to take him to this local doctor <laughs> in a small town. <laughs> this would absolutely happen in real life. Absolutely. Takes him to a small coastal town called Altamonte, where a local doctor named Enzo, you know, just patches him up. And Robert, you know, equalizer man, who we've seen in the first one. Don't know what the second one is, but it's basically the same as the third one, it seems like. Or the first one, I who like knows? I think that his, la- his last name is now Equalizer. Robert, e- Robert Equalizer. <laughs> Just kind of starts living that dope Italian life. Like, goes to the like the cafe. The locals, like, accept him after a little bit, even giving him, like, peeled oranges. Gets called a pussy for ordering tea. <laughs> He's called a pussy for do, ordering tea. As you do tea. in Italy. So great. He asks for tea, they bring him a cappuccino and says tea is for women. Yeah, or the British. Or the British. Why do they get away with it? I want tea. Hey, man. We're in America. You can't have tea. You're going to shove like 64 ounces of Coca-Cola down your throat. Yeah, I'm in Texas. All I'm allowed to have is iced tea. No, you're in Texas. The only thing you're allowed to have is Dr. Pepper straight down the throat. I would die before I drink Dr. Pepper. That's what America wants. (laughs) So, you're like, well, how does this tie in? Why are we doing this? Because at the same time, it turns out those people that he robbed at the beginning, like, totally murdered the organization, took money from, also was, like, a winery that had, like, fentanyl pills that they were hiding in, like, cases of, like, barrels of wine that they were shipping out basically, or, like, buying or shipping out. It was kind of confusing. Um, yeah, I and think we were just too busy bitching through the movie to pay attention to what exactly the specific plan was. Oh, no, no, no. So, like, that's... So, what's going on? What Robert deduces from all of this in his little stunt, too... And we'll get to the reason why he did all this at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he has figured out that the Camorra, or the head of the Camorra is buying fentanyl pills from their own, uh, like, enemies, like, terrorist enemies, I guess a Middle Eastern country, which then that money is used to fund terrorist attacks against Italy. But the head of the Camorra does not care because he's, like, he's that justification kind of guy, like, rationality, like, totally trying to make it off to where, like, he's just doing the best he can because he just... Like someone, a one of his like inner circle tells him, just like someone has to pay for those lives. Like those were our own people that attack happened against. It's just like if I didn't buy those drugs, someone else would have bought those drugs. It's just like that's not the point, but okay. <laughs> so had to be me. Someone else might have gotten it. Yeah, wrong. someone might have else bought those drugs. You don't know. You don't fucking know. You don't know what's up with 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 uh with with drugs. So I n- now I know why I didn't uh, know that that was the plot. Just as you were describing it, I just my uh, I just um I lost a part of my life right now. I, I don't 
I just woke up and I'm like, I'm here in front of a microphone. What's happening? Yeah, you... I think that's what happened last time when we watched the movie. There you go. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've discovered time travel. It only goes forward by a few minutes. So, like, it it's it's kind of a stretch, you know. It's a little bit of a stretch, and like. I know when we're doing mafia movies and mob movies and stuff like that, there's always elements of, like, the... the like, There's always the film element, you know? The, like, they try to... They glamour it up to make it more sellable for a viewer. But at this point, I'd rather believe John Wick <laughs> than believe Equalizer <laughs> 3. It's, it's the mustache twirling kind of bad guys. Like, no redeemable quality. Everything they do on screen is just a show. Look how evil they are. And what's even kind of worse in this situation is they set up these people to be badasses. They set them up to be evil and terrible. There is no final confrontation in this movie. Like, really. There is a final confrontation, but there's no, like... There's no climactic final conference. There's no, like, straight up, this man is going to take on an entire army by himself. He does, but not in the way you think. And not in the way that's altogether satisfying for what an action film is. can't show... Roberto Della. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Excuse he me. <laughs> has he cannot struggle against these guys because he can't be incompetent anyway. He knows these fools, and he's gonna take them out. Now, with un, no uh, un minuto, por favor. Uh, could you repeat the name for a second? <laughs> Someone would have to read it back to me. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you were just uh, <laughs> you were taken by the spirit in the moment. There you go. I mean, do I ever call any character by the same name tw- twice? No, but it was just so beautiful in the moment. I just I had to like bask in it, and I'm happy I am. We don't even need to repeat the name. I'm just happy I heard it. <laughs> yeah, you you were just lucky to be there. It was part of the moment, people. If you weren't, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was special. If you missed it, rewind uh, thirty seconds. Hey, keep spending. Keep keep going back. I'm never gonna get this back. But you we can need, just keep living it. We need. We need that engagement time. Please, rewind. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he just... It's as, it's as simple as saying he wants to go take them out, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That is... That's it. He literally tells them, like... He tells the people, like, go on, enjoy your night, like, as we prepare for war. And then just goes off and fucking assassinates every person in the Camorra, I guess. In, like, every... Because, like, what is it also implying is that, like, the head of the Camorra is the one involved in this plan. And he's also... Oh, I forgot to mention, because it's really dumb at the same time. They're trying to pull a whole land shark operation where they're trying to force people out of Altamonte so they could buy up the property of Altamonte and own it. Because it could be a very good port city for their drug operation. I as you, as you do, I know that sounds like this is an important plot we should go over. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. So the head of the Kimura is posted up in this town, is what you, uh, we're basically told. Or is what's kind of implied. And... While everybody's just out kind of, like, thinking about, like, man, how are we going to, like, save our town? Like, how are we going to Magnificent this story or whatever? 
he just like a like a shadow like a like a cat in the night just murders every like central member of the Kimura who is close to the boss every guard every single guard is taken for surprise every guard dies within 30 seconds maybe probably yeah yeah it's just a montage and then he's just there in the bad guy's room, ready to kill him. And it's like, man, like the concept of a boomer shooter really starts to make sense when you start explaining the end of this movie because <laughs> he didn't have to do anything really. Like, he didn't. He walks out. He walks into this, healing from his gunshot wound walks out of it, still healing from his gunshot wound, and it might be a little bit better than it was before, because I don't think he really overexerted his wound. No, he took it easy to killing these he guys. He took it super easy! He was chill the entire time. Fucking smoked a blunt, walked in, murked some people, drug overdosed a leader, and then walked out. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He doesn't, like, shoot the leader. He injects him with, like, their own drugs. Their own drugs and like how many, like a, a huge dose to where it's just like you got six minutes until your heart stops and like just slowly follows him. This scene walking. is horrifying. I don't know how they yeah. intended me to feel about it. Like we were watching it with a, a few people and I think someone was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit, whatever. But I'm like, there's like, sad slow music playing every once in a while we go to like the towns people who are doing some kind of festival and they're all like dancing in slow motion and then we just watch as like he just follows this drugged man as he's having the worst trip of his life his heart is exploding and exerting itself as he's desperately trying to get away from him tries he rips the gate open with his hands because he's got that drug strength <laughs> And yes, cut the drug strip. He got he got hit by a fucking car and is just like dying on the street as Denzel just kind of kicks him over and is watching him expire. And meanwhile, onlookers are just confused, but no one's helping because Denzel is the righteous man. And this man has been beating the townspeople burning down their businesses, forcing them to leave, it was, selling drugs. It was at night and dark and you just hit a guy with a car like does can you even tell who he is? Like if, no one goes to inspect it, they just kind of stand back and watch. It's like, it's oh just, wait, is that is that our boy equalizer? <sighs> it's fine. He's fine. This dude deserved it. It's like you know when like Godzilla and Shin Godzilla starts ripping ass and starts like just <laughs> Shooting yeah, 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 fire yeah. everywhere. I said what I said. Uh, yeah, you did. I've, I've got nothing. Start shooting fire and lasers everywhere. But like, it's not like a big like scary moment. Well, I mean, it is a scary moment, but it's because they start playing like operatic sad music, and you're like, "What the fuck?" That's kind of the, the way I felt here. This was Denzel ripping ass, <laughs> and it was just like, I, am I supposed to feel like justice is being served, or am I supposed to be like, hey, our good guy's kind of sadistic? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go with the latter on that one, because he, like, it's one of those things where, like, am I a bad guy for taking so much joy out of this, you know? 
Because it's one of those things where it's like, man, that 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 guy deserves everything that's coming to him. Like, I wonder what he like he'd experience if he had to go through this. You know, as you think about the people who've lost these drugs and all that, and like gang violence and the the hard life of living in Italy and and the Camorra. Uh, but <laughs> even usually, you have those when you have those scenes. Like you're just like you kind of get that like that rush of just like this dude is getting what they deserved. It's that kind of like that moment of satisfaction in a film, especially when you're dealing with like an action crime thrill in a sense. Yeah. And this one, like, so it's that good I felt... to see the bad guy get their comeuppance. It is. It is one... feel good watching this. It's not that it. It's it's not that it felt good or bad. It just felt gross. <laughs> Just felt really yeah. gross. It's like if we go back to my Godzilla comparison, it'd be like if Godzilla just burnt all of the city and then just like fucking did a dunk in a basketball hoop. <laughs> be like, what? Just dunked no. all, all over the rubble of Tokyo. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just like screaming at the one person left alive. Just like you ain't got no game, son. You ain't got no <laughs> Get game. Get weak shit <laughs> out of here. You think you got hops? Look at these hops, boy. <laughs> Fucking shoots another beam, burns more of Tokyo. Just like what? What you gonna do about it? <laughs> but this one was just one. gross you're just watching a man fucking like vomit all over himself sweating profusely he's having like the most intense heart attack probably anyone would ever have in this situation and i'm kind of thinking i'm just like could someone just shoot this guy it's like putting down a rabid animal i don't need to watch this yeah yeah i don't i don't know man that scene was it was too intense for for this whole thing. Now, granted, this is the same guy who it's like oh, one scene where we are showing like uh, people who was trying to like squeeze out of like a tenant, like moving moving out of a place, and they were like, "We can't afford to move. We have our dear old dad who's stuck in a wheelchair and he can't go anywhere." So, like, we just cut to outside and we just see that this man was thrown off of the balcony with through the glass in his wheelchair and being hung in the balcony. So this is a bad dude. Yeah, he's he's an evil guy, and his his right hand who gets killed earlier in the movie is also a bad dude. Wasn't that his brother? Uh, yeah, yeah. What was, what was his name? Bald guy. Bald guy. <laughs> his name was Marco. Oh Jesus Christ! Could you think of a more cliche drug lord name? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any Marcos out no, there. No, no, but... no, 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 no. Marco is the brother. The drug lord's <laughs> name is Vincent. <laughs> Still, Marco, come Marco on. Marco and Vincent are the perfect Italian drug lord names. <laughs> like, anyone out there named Marco, I'm not saying anything, but we know you have a stash, <laughs> at least. Okay, Marco, you're not fooling me. You're anyone. not. And stop right. sweating and looking at your friend Vincent like we know your entire life. Everyone knows. All right, Marco and Vincent, <laughs> you know who you are. Great, great job making it very specific so we have plausible deniability. <laughs> You've learned from the last two years. <laughs> hey, man, I'm catching on. This is the start. This we're in the beginning of our third year. Like I gotta, I gotta be on my toes when I'm talking to you. Oh man! So you're probably thinking, you're just like, man, they've really been off topic and they've had some tangents, and it's been a good time. But like, have they really talked about the movie? That is literally everything that happened in this movie. 
That is, okay, well, actually, no, that is not everything. Because I guess you're wondering, why? Why was all of this happening? And I don't think anyone saw it coming, uh, because we had not seen Equalizer 2. But apparently, in Equalizer 2, he is a lift driver, and this one lift passenger, who seems just like a cool guy, lets him know in a like, hard moment that his pension was stolen through like cyber attacks um that like just took everything so he was about to lose his home and him and his wife were gonna have to like move into a smaller place and just he was gonna have to work until he died because there was no way he was gonna be able to retire so am i (laughs) i mean yeah it's like welcome to the millennial life man like i don't know what you're complaining about but whatever uh until i die and i'll probably lose the house eventually like dude straight up man like i do this (laughs) podcast so i can at least feel better once a week don't do this to me (laughs) don't don't fucking do this to me right now man i'm sorry i don't have someone going and stealing from drug lords to give me money (laughs) so yeah it turns out the kimura were the ones behind the operations and robert just kind of figured all this out even though the cia could never figure this out and just Went and murked that entire winery at the beginning of the movie for about $500,000 so he could give back that dude's pension money. That was it. That's the entire reason he did all this. So he could get this man's pension money back. And it's like, at this point, damn, dude, damn. (laughs) Like, if this is what you do for one dude's pension, what would you do to stop world hunger? There is so much blood on that man's hands when he takes that money. <laughs> he just takes that money at the end from Dakota Fanning. Just like, you don't want to know who's give this to you. You don't need to worry about it. You don't want to know how we found it. But he has no idea. There is blood. There is vomit. There is synthetic fentanyl pills. You don't know what you're holding on to, sir. And you are gross. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, you take that. You need to take that bag of money to church. Get it blessed. <laughs> Get the sin off of it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where this energy's coming from, Cass. I you think, need to help me right now. <laughs> I think also what, what, what was really funny that I pointed out is for both Marco and Vincent, he does the the usual boomer shooter thing, good guy thing. Just watch once again. Watch John Wick. Watch uh, Taken. It happens in all of these where you talk to the main bad guy and you give him a chance to give it all up and go home. And of course, they don't do that. But I was realizing as he as that was happening, that offer is never extended to any of the the any of the uh, the grunts. That is none of those people. Holy crap! I never realized that, but you're you're right. We have no clue if any of them were really in it, or if they're just like, "Hey, I'm just taking a paid job to protect this man who's a drug lord." So clearly, like, you know, like, yeah, he's into some bad shit, but like, I need that money, my my family, you know. <laughs> so you know, you do what you need to for money, and they're never given a chance to go. He never asked them, like, "Hey, you're the last guy standing after I've killed all of your friends." Just leave, man. Nope, it's just this guy's also just going to get stabbed in the neck 50 times. <laughs> Everyone's getting stabbed. You're getting stabbed. You're getting stabbed. One You're getting stabbed in the eye. rotted until his head came off. That's normal, right? 
I don't know. I've never garroted a man before. Hey, we've seen Hereditary. If a woman can cut her head off with a piano wire, uh, someone can be garroted to decapitation. All right. She was possessed and very determined. <laughs> hey, just because you're possessed doesn't mean you get... S- oh, wait, no. If you're possessed, sometimes you do get super strength. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> was he possessed? Saying, like, he was he was strangling this man. Like, he was pulling on him, and the guy there was no way the guy was going to be able to fight. He couldn't reach anything, couldn't fight back, and so he's just, like, slowly strangling. So he would have strangled to death, but I guess... Robert Equalizer Man decided, you know what? Robert nah. Equalizer, popular, popular patron of the demon Mephisto. Just decided, <laughs> nah, son, that isn't enough. Accepting the possession whoop, into his soul, pops that head straight off. Right the fuck off. Oh, man, give me that Equalizer movie where Robert's gotten into some dark occult shit to get, some, get stuff done. <laughs> he's basically John Constantine but even more fucking done with everyone's shit Denzel, uh, Denzel Washington is the wicker man <laughs> the wicker man oh my god if John Constantine 2 or if Constantine 2 with Keanu Reeves happens I really want Denzel Washington in it as just Robert Equalizer it's just Equalizer <laughs> <laughs> or or you bring back his character from the book of Eli <laughs> It was a little I, boring. Just like this movie. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> was Man on Fire any good? Um, It's very of its time. It feels like it came out in the year it came out in. That's Equalizer what I'm saying about fun. it. Equalizer fun. Equalizer fun. <laughs> Equalizer 1 was a bit more fun. But even in that one, it barely felt like he was ever in trouble. Like, he did get shot once, I think, in that movie by the end. And it but shows like, him doing a lot more in Equalizer 1 than it does in this movie. Yeah. No, this one, once again, it's just a nice jaunt through Sicily. Like, at this point, you have to wonder, it's just like, hey, Denzel, it's okay to say you're done. Yeah, man. It's okay. To- and you did. By the end of this movie, uh, Robert is officially out of the game. He is done. He gives the money off to Dakota Fanning to give back to the person who lost it. And then decides, I am going to spend the rest of my life in Altamonte. And it even ends with him celebrating with the town because their local football team won. And, you know, it's it's big celebration. There's, like, blue smoke everywhere. People are going and crazy. Like, the main cop man who we see get the ever-living shit kicked out of him constantly was apparently, like, on the football team in, like, a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, that was a cra- his story was crazy. All right, we got to go back he to the cop. He seems like he's got more going on. <laughs> yeah, he does. Cause, so this cop saves his life and that gets him to Enzo. Cop? It's the same cop. Whoa. Then this cop also starts doing investigations into the Camorra for what's going on in Altamonte after speaking with like after let's go like it's not that he ever really interacts with Robert that much either, you know? Not really. That's why I didn't realize uh, he was the cop who saved him. Exactly. So then uh, the Kimura show up, beat up, beat him up, threatened to kill his wife and daughter, and then they kidnap his wife and daughter and threaten to kill her. No, wait, did that happen? They didn't kidnap, but no, 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 that's right, that's right. He they go to a restaurant, and that's when Robert decides to kill all of the henchmen. Mm-hmm. 
Because he's just like he he's having a nice meal. They're just interrupting it. Like at this point, yeah. it's not even that he's mad about like the drugs. He's just mad because he wants to have a nice meal, and you're being a jackass. But yeah. then, like this this cop gets his ear shot off too, right? Like shot off or cut off or something like yeah. that by yeah. the by Vincent uh, Vincent McGee Kamora or whatever the fuck his name is, and. Then, yeah, at the end of the movie, he's holding the trophy for the football team. And he's got a football <laughs> uniform on. And everyone's cheering him. It's just like, so you're telling me this man is a family man, a father, a cop, and a footballer? A football and, legend. And you're telling me this movie was about Denzel Washington's <laughs> equalizer? <laughs> Tell me about this dude's life. <laughs> This is like this is that inspirational story where it's like based on the true story of the incredible adventures of this one man. Yeah, I didn't expect him to have to, to be such a renaissance man. I was just thought it's just some cop dude that was probably going to die. At that at this point, dude, if like if they had like kind of like a classical music ending theme, I was expecting for him to show up the one playing the music himself. <laughs> he was also in the uh in the uh the march they were doing for their little, their little celebration. He was in the march to it, like he was in the like the very intense, like it looked like religious march they were doing from the church to somewhere, like town square or something like that. Yeah, you know. At, at this point, it's like this dude is living the life. At like, I wouldn't be surprised if he also is a school teacher on the weekends, even though that makes no sense. But it would make sense for his life. He's holding this whole town together. Him and Enzo, actually. <laughs> and then by the end of it, you don't know that you realize he's also the mayor. <laughs> no, we saw. Well, no, we, we didn't see the mayor. Who was that guy who got his uh, hand cut off? That was the head of police. Okay. Yeah. Not even worth talking about. He's the man who got his hand cut off. And oh, yeah. Police are corrupt. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have seen that one coming? <laughs> so the only thing that this, the only ways in which this movie surprised me, in that I thought like, oh, Enzo's too good, and he's the one who's like, you know, helping him out and believes in him. So Enzo's gonna die before the, the end of this. He doesn't. And then the yeah. other one was this other lady, the lady who was giving him, who was serving him whenever you go to the same restaurant. She was taking such an interest to him that I honestly thought that she was going to be like a double agent or like a spy or like part of the CIA or something. Not not part of the CIA, but I thought someone was going to be up with her. No. She just and, uh, you also, likes him, I guess. But like, yeah, when they're introduced, you're just like, oh, is this going to be like some sort of love interest character? And they're going to go on dates yeah. and all that. And she's going to get threatened. Nah, she's just a cool waitress and like maybe might be interested in him. But like, honestly, just saw a lonely guy by himself and just decided to talk to him, you know? Decided to neg him and then was like, wait, he's cool, I guess. I guess he's all right. <laughs> it was just like, hey, why do you do that OCD thing you obviously have OCD about? And it's just right, like, I like lady. I like to be clean. Just like, all right, Denzel, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, so, Kaz? Yeah. Did you like it? Um, nah. I didn't. I did not like it. I just, uh, for all the reasons we outlined, I it was just kind of lame. It was kind of boring. <laughs> it, 
he's never there's never any tension or never any fear that some character's gonna die. Like I thought Enzo would die because of tropes, but this movie was like, no, no, no. he's a he's away. It's fine. <laughs> like the one time that he's like surrounded by people, one once again, he never he always like. Even though he's surrounded, and it's not like he instructed the townspeople or anyone to help him, he just was like, he knew he was going to get out of it, and suddenly everyone's just filming them with phones, and like, yeah, <laughs> we gotta go, guys. Oh no, social media. Yeah, and then like, he's even, when he's fighting his, that other guy's brother, and it's like... Look, he's pointing a gun at him, but Denzel doesn't care because Denzel knows that a car is going to... Wait, no. Denzel wasn't confronting him. The the guys were just out there, and I think he's the one that set the car to run into that guy. So he wasn't even in any danger in that one. But yeah, you get my point. Like, there's no tension in it. And then by the end, I'm pretty sure our man is a psychopath. The question posed by the movie was... Is he a good guy or isn't he? He's not even sure about it. And then by the end, when we're watching him enact justice, I don't didn't feel like he was in that moment. Takes it pretty far. So square it. Yeah. Did you like it? Mm, I didn't hate it, but I didn't necessarily like it either. Like. By all definitions of the industry standard, by, like, which critics kind of, like, base their talks on, like, this isn't a bad, like, this is a good movie. It does tick the boxes of, like, you've wrapped up the story, you made sure there's no lens, like, everything by the end of it is, is done. But it, it was just boring at, at the end of it. Like, to put it into perspective, like, my dad is uh, my dad is a quote unquote boomer, and uh, he's seen the Equalizer movies. And when I told him we were watching Equalizer three, he was just like, "Man, I liked the first two. I just couldn't get into the third one. I like turned it off after like twenty minutes, like twenty thirty minutes." And I could see why. Like this movie doesn't really keep your attention because you just nothing happens. Like you, you've got to. You have to have, like, a sense of danger for movies like this to make sense. And he doesn't. Robert's never in really any danger whatsoever. And another kind of big gripe I have about this movie is, like, you guys did location shooting in Italy. Italy is a gorgeous country. Why did you use the color scheme you did? It was so dark and just grody-looking, you know, just... I know we were having like a dark tone for this movie, but that doesn't mean Italy has to look like a very dark place. Yeah. That's that was like kind of my issues with this. So but I'm not gonna say that it's bad. I'm gonna recommend it. Give it a try if you watch if you wanna just watch the Equalizer movies, like watch the trilogy. It's wrapped up in a nice bow and by the end of it, Robert. We don't story, even know how we feel about the second We don't one. even need to ask about that. Like like by the end of it, Robert has made his story known and we're we're good. But I am probably never going to watch this movie again. Yeah, I think the same. There you go. Print that on the box. It is a movie. It is a movie. <laughs> All right, Cass, what do you got going on in your life? Uh, 
Same as usual, you can find me playing video games occasionally from time to time. We do stream every day, but I only stream some of the days at switch.tv forward slash second respawn. At switch.tv forward slash the number two, the letters ND and the word respawn. There's no spaces or special letters or anything. I've been playing Boulder's Gate with this guy. We will have a day where we will not total party wipe. But the day yesterday was not that day. I'm sorry, last Monday was not that day. No, it was not. It really was not that day. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. We're figuring things out. We're figuring things out about ourselves and unfortunately each other. <laughs> yeah, that each other part's the hard part. <laughs> What about you? What do you got going on? Dude, absolutely nothing. <laughs> if you want to know, if you just want to hear my takes, you can follow me on Twitter at Sir Squarin, S-Q-U-A-R-I-N. And uh, we, we do have stuff lined up. Um, we have this Sunday, actually, we have the beginning of a project finally taking off with my buddy here, Kaz, our editor, Tucker, uh, and then some, a couple other people that you do know that we're excited to work on. So just be in the... Be in the lookout for that announcement. Thank you guys for showing up for another episode of So Did You Like It? We had a great time, and we need to continue our tradition. I need to pick a movie for next week. It's time for the hat. I gotta go get the hat. Well, this is embarrassing. Um... Okay. Okay. By the way, Kaz, I forgot to tell you. Can you hear me? Yeah. There's actually two hats now. What? We have two hats. Why? Why is there two hats? Why are there two hats? Because things are starting to get a little crazy in the hats in terms of like, we, we have two hats because we've got movies that have been suggested to us by friends, listeners, and people who watch movies with us. And there are a lot of them, and that's great. There are also movies that Kaz and I ourselves have been really wanting to get to. So to make sure we get to those, that is why there are now two hats. We have a hat for suggestions from uh, listeners and friends, and we have a hat that's just our suggestions that I feel like we at least need to make sure we get through all of these movies because they are the ones we've wanted to see in our lives. Yes. So, are you ready for... Are you going to just switch between the hats, or...? Are you going to switch between the hats? Okay. This is embarrassing. People are going to know which movies we wanted to see now. Yeah. Are you ready to know what the first movie is? I'm ready, Santa. Fuck, okay. The first movie from our list. No fucking way. Equalizer 2. <laughs> next week, tune in for when we talk when Harry met Sally. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, tonally, <laughs> these are very similar movies. What? <laughs> Billy Crystal is exactly like Robert Equalizer. I've always said Billy this. Crystal is the next Equalizer. And not like <laughs> Billy Crystal could play the Equalizer in the past. Billy Crystal right now needs to play the Equalizer. Have you ever seen him and Robert Equalizer in the same place at the same time? <laughs> I don't think so. God, have I ever seen a movie with Billy Crystal yeah. and yeah, Denzel Washington in the same I movie? Oh, shit. a fucking buddy cop movie with these two. <laughs> Coming this summer, Crystal, Denzel, Equalizer 4, you're gonna show up anyway. <laughs>